Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Now, I want to speak to a man who could do it all. He could run, he could jump, he could score, and he could lead. And he's on the radio with us. Uh, very happy to say good morning to Brian O'Driscoll. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Frank. How are you? I'm very, very well indeed, Brian. Very well. I was just thinking last night on, I think, Amazon Prime, we saw for the first time Premier League football on there. I have that many sources for football. I don't know which way to turn. And with the rugby trying to follow Ulster, it's a, it's a bit of a, a choice hit and miss as well. They pop up on so many screens. But um, thankfully, I've got BT Sport. You're part of that, aren't you? I am indeed, and well, you don't have to go too far if you want want to watch all your European rugby. Thankfully, the whole lot of it is hosted nowadays on on BT Sport. Um, and yeah, I've been uh, I've been working with uh, with the channel for five seasons now, and um, European rugby's um, you know I've such great great personal memories from my playing days there, and now it's such a joy to be able to commentate on it. It's my opportunity of staying. Uh, in touch with the game, you know, I didn't want to commit to being a coach, so you get a, an aspect of coaching through your punditry. So I'm I'm really enjoying it, and we've got you know another huge round of uh, coming up this weekend, uh, and particularly for Ulster, a great opportunity for them to um, to cement themselves as number one in that group. How important is it, however, Brian, for the young fan that we see the game on TV? Because we used to see it on the BBC, and occasionally some of the part of the deal is Channel Four shows some matches, BT Sport showing showing it all. It's vital for the game, and it's big here in Belfast. It's big in Ulster, obviously big all over Ireland. But it needs it needs to be accessible, doesn't it? Yeah, it does need to be accessible. Um, I think in in previous years when it was split uh, amongst um, a number of different channels, it was very hard to track your team. Um, but now that you know it, it is uh, on on BT Sport solely, I, I know there are certain games over the course of the weekends that are um, given out to to um, different uh, different broadcasters in in each of the countries. Uh, one game, I, I'm not sure which which one it is this weekend. So, uh, listen, it is very important that we you know continue to promote the game and uh, and get it across you know to many eyeballs and as many new eyeballs because ultimately they're the the ones that we're trying to encourage courage to play the game and, and build an interest from a very young grassroots uh, level. And we're also blessed that we have here, as you know, Kingspan. And when when you go there, it is a bit of razzmatazz. The showbiz with it. You, you you can't put on a show if you don't have something additional for the family to enjoy. That married with a team that's doing well. And over the last number of weeks, Ulster have been thankfully uh, doing well. That that's the combination you need, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think you know rugby is more than just a, a game these days. It's a, it's a day out, and I think that's what uh, maybe it differentiates it from from other sports is the ability for the whole family to go out. It can be granny, granddad, mum, you know, daughter, um, you know, son, father. It doesn't matter. Um, p- people go out as a, as a collective, and there's a bit of something for every 
for everyone, you know, clubs are catering for those that maybe don't have as much of an interest in, in the actual rugby itself with, you know, pre-game and post-game activities. Um, and, and it's just an opportunity for people to hang out together and socialize together as well as have fun supporting their team. So I think, um, I think sides are very cognizant of, of that fact now. You look at places like Racing Metro over in, in the La Defense Arena, which is entertainment with a little bit of rugby thrown in. And I think lots of sides are now realizing that that's how you, how you draw in the crowd. And it's not just trying to pitch at, you know, 20 to 45 or 50 year old males. It's now, it's an all encompassing sport and it's for everyone. So, um, I, I think that's definitely been a progression over the last number of years and something that we've seen lots of other uh, sides copping onto. Yeah, I was talking to the writer Stephen Bacon at the beginning of the week about Ulster specifically and whether whether or not they could get any silverware. He doesn't believe, even with the good start, that they can excel in Europe. He thinks maybe the Pro, the Pro 14s, they can do something there. But how, how do you see Ulster rugby? I think you've got to look back to the quarterfinal of last year and, and I think down in, in Dublin, Leinster were pretty lucky to come away uh, with victory against Ulster. So it tends to be building blocks and, and we know that you know Ulster are definitely in that phase under Dan McFarland. Um, there seems to be you know a, a new injection of kind of youthful players coming through via um you know, different routes, some through the academy, some being taken from other provinces, some being taken overseas. So there's an integration process as well of trying to bed all that together. New defensive coach and Jared Payne too. So there's lots of new voices being thrown at these players uh, with new ideas, and and you can't you can't expect that that to stick immediately. So we've seen the progression from last year. Um, they could easily have been semi-finalists in Europe. Um, I don't know if you can expect silverware this year, but I think they'll be in the mix. I think they'll be possible semi-finalists or maybe finalists in the in the Pro 14. And with the start they've had in Europe, you you know you'd be silly to bet against them. With these back-to-back games now against Quinns, uh, if they can win the first one and then get that. Um, you know, that tricky away victory over in London in a week's time or in, I should say, 10 days' time. They've every chance of qualifying and it's all about getting your home quarterfinal because no team would like to go up to the Kingspan Stadium uh, to play them in a quarterfinal. Just a, another angle on on this, Brian, in relation to the, the sport, the embarrassment of Saracens, who we all admired so so much. Or can we Can we be happy that everyone else is doing it to the book? Um, I don't know. Is, is everyone I, like? I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, there's you'll always hear the rumor mill of certain clubs, you know, pushing the boundaries um, and question marks hanging around certain sides. But what we do know is that Saracens cheated the system. They have been made pay for it financially and with a points deduction. It's not relevant in Europe because there's no salary cap in Europe. So I don't think any of us in Europe can be throwing our toys out of the cot about their you know their success over the last couple of seasons um, it's only it's, it, it, it's only relevant to the premiership so it'll be interesting to see what happens with them over the course of the next um, couple of weeks they've got back-to-back games against Munster and Thoman Park um, Thoman Park first of all and then back in Allianz Arena in London uh, next week so if they could get at least one win from those you wouldn't bet against them too and they you, know, you can feel that this has galvanized them as well they're a very tight-knit squad so 
I, I wouldn't write them off in Europe just yet, even though their focus will definitely this season be on the Premiership yeah. and survival there. Yeah. And fi- finally, Brian, we need to keep finding the young talent. We need to discover the Jacob Stockdales as we as we go through um, the international scene across in Japan. We'd expected so much, and it wasn't really uh, delivered. We were saying farewell indeed to some icons at the time. Also, are, are you confident that as I gla- you know gaze out a window here? Uh, high up on an eighth floor in Belfast and see some of our local schools, some that are playing rugby, some that aren't playing rugby. Is enough being done to discover a next, the next raft of Stockdales? Well, I think in fairness to the IRFU, they've, they've put the systems in place to encourage you know, via schools and via clubs uh, and, and in less synonymous areas of Ireland um, where rugby is not a stronghold to build that um, you know, build a network to be able to allow those players to, to develop and come through and give them an opportunity to play. So from that point of view, I think a huge amount has been done certainly over the last 10 years. But that, it coincides with the success of the provinces and of the national team as well. You see it at, at Wimbledon time, you see kids out playing tennis, soccer World Cup kids are kicking a football. And at Rugby World Cup, and as, as much as it was a disappointment, it's... It's how you will get kids on side and give them um, an, an appetite for it is through the success, through the Jacob Stocktails, through the Johnny Sexons, the Connor Murrays of these guys really excelling in whatever jersey they're playing in and give them a, a chance to to be that the, the next version of that. And um, it, it comes through winning silverware. It's awful that kids can be a little bit fickle. You see at the moment, lots of kids, my son included, is wearing a Liverpool jersey, much to my chagrin. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's all to do with who's hot at that particular time. And, and that's why it's really important that the success of the provinces is maintained because that will allow for the growth of the game within Ireland. Can you not get him into a Dubs jersey, no? He has one of them, but you know, every, after after five in a row, people are getting a bit bored of that too. So, um, no, it's you know, God, you, you would you know, even, even as a Man United fan myself, um, I you know, I'm not even sure that I'd be delighted to see him celebrating a, an English Premiership with Liverpool. But we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And that bridge is getting much much closer and much much shorter. Brian, always great speaking to you. Thanks for coming on the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cheers. We will see you on BT Sport. That's Brian O'Driscoll, obviously one of the grits. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.